welcome back to my podcast. It's been about six months, so summer of 2020, and it is now 2021. Um, Of course, so much happened last year, so I'll have to try to convey the highlights in a somewhat organized way, but for the most part, I'm just going to say whatever comes to the top of my head. Um, The first thing I want to talk about is my experience in LA. Um, I went to LA at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I thought, I don't, (laughs) it's hard to say what I thought, uh, but I know at one point I did think there would be a vaccine in April. Um, And it's, like I said, it's 2021 and we, we just got a vaccine and there's still there's still a big debate of it's, if I don't know if it's valid, if it works. Um, so then just looking back and thinking how that train of thought, um, that things were just going to be resolved really quickly and then how that didn't happen. So over the months, um, you know, spring, summer, uh, I will say in the summer, um, was the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, the protests out in Los Angeles, um, it was just, I mean, it's a great time to be alive, but it's also a scary time to be alive. Um, you know, not that I didn't know racism existed. Uh, it's just, there was, it was a big moment. It was a big moment because I didn't want to see that happen in this country. I didn't want to believe that that kind of racism still exists, um, but it does. And I think that was a big eye-opener for a lot of people. Um, And it was really concentrated in LA. So it was just a scary time. I think June, um, the city went into lockdown. there, yeah, uh, the Uber, like, Uber couldn't operate, um, restaurants closed, and this was at, like, 6 p.m., um, yeah, there was just people protesting, I mean, setting things on fire, uh, the National Guard was there at some point, I, I don't know, I didn't want to go outside, I was like, this is horrifying, (laughs) um, but I know that it wasn't, that extreme in other places so the whole experience in LA I think it was kind of it had this tint of fear on it Um, because there's so many people there I think people the government or whoever's in control they they had to make people scared so they would comply with the rules Um, because you know just just telling people to stay home and to wear masks and just hoping they'll do it um, isn't a method that would work there with so many people. So...
that I'm not in LA, I see a lot more how the propaganda level there was kept at an all-time high, and that's their way of injecting fear into people. Um, It breaks my heart, the state of our country, the way people are treated, oppressed, and things need to change. I, I can't say enough. I truly don't know what to say either. Um, except everybody needs to get on board to be a part of this change and things can't go on the way they have been. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about was The Social Dilemma, which is a documentary on Netflix. Um, and just briefly, I mean, it's kind of in depth, so I recommend, I don't know, I mean, I've watched it twice now and it's a lot of information, but briefly it, it talks about, um, social media, um, the things we are absorbing through social media, um, and basically the impact it's had on our life and now what seems to be the control over our life. So over or since the pandemic and quarantine and everything, you know, these companies that they've thrived off the pandemic. You know, everyone's at home on their phones. It's entertaining. But you know what was once seen as entertaining and fun and a way for us to connect or have information at our fingertips has now become something that might already be out of our control. So the social dilemma talks about a series of algorithms that, um, I, I don't know, I think of it as like little robots. And that kind of controls what you see in your feed. Um, The more things you engage with through different avenues, it's kind of going to mirror all that back to you. So the whole point of the algorithm is to to see what grabs your attention for how long and then to spit out more information or more content um, for you to engage in. So it's, it's like a robot that keeps learning about you as it goes Um, and it's something that changes its knowledge over time so it almost it in a sense has the ability to learn so this is important because it's shined a light on how this seemingly harmless thing um, besides the fact of it being you know proven to be addictive um, it could actually be quite harmful. Um, so this could be applied to elections to marketing. You know, I can't say this isn't an incredible invention, but it doesn't change the fact that companies and who knows how many and who knows how much They have data, private info, um, so much information that people were not aware that they were giving up the rights to when we signed up for Facebook or Instagram. So it's a, it's a big problem. Um, you know, what are people doing with that data? 
there was a man who requested to get his data, went to the Supreme Court about it, and still the company could not give him the data. So there's something to think about. Um, What are the companies doing with all of our data? Um, And it might seem kind of trivial, but, you know, they wouldn't be collecting it and storing it all if there wasn't a purpose for it. So I recommend The Social Dilemma. It was very... informative uh it was also quite unsettling because I had never thought about things in such a way so to have an idea that new and that bold especially for you know just a documentary on Netflix I was quite taken aback by it um This year had a theme. This year opened our eyes to a lot of things we didn't want to see. It raised a lot of questions that we don't have answers for, and I think those answers are going to continue to unravel themselves for the rest of 2021 and maybe for the rest of our lives. The theme that keeps shining through is that you know simply things need to change things can't go on the way they have uh, and the change can't wait the change has to happen now as a matter of necessity for future generations for our generations for having a planet to live on the the drastic change needs to happen now Looking into 2021, I do feel optimistic, maybe naively, but wholeheartedly I want to believe things are going to get better. I know everybody's been through hell, and I hope this year has opened other people's eyes and not just mine, and people can have the courage to stand up for the things that they don't want to allow within their own life or within the world anymore. There's still a lot of things that I would like to shed some light on, but for now, and for the sake of not rambling on and on, I'll try to get my thoughts together in a more organized way, and so I can come back and talk about those things, um, especially the more vulnerable things, uh, because I, I have to really choose my wording wisely. Um, Doing a recap of 2020 has been very easy to go down a rabbit hole and to think it was all bad and all negative, but it wasn't. There, there were good things, and those things just take effort to, to find. Um, it takes effort every day to think of what you're grateful for, but 
when you do, you know, it's, it's going to carry you a lot further than thinking how shitty everything is. Something I've done that's brought me a lot of joy and happiness over the past couple years, uh, I guess about three years now, is my public Instagram page, which is Stay Elevated, and on there I share other people's art and poetry, um, quotes, anything that I think is inspiring, and it's kind of just become this, this little safe place that I say where, you know, things aren't negative, it's not political, it's not about the news, um, and it's, it's really something beautiful to look at and something to feed your mind with. Um, over the years, I, I've gotten mixed reviews of people either they love it or they hate it. Uh, I know that I, I share a little bit about myself, so it, it is seen as a reflection of me. Um, I've by no means started that page trying to claim I was any kind of spiritual guru or know anything about anything. I just post that because it's inspiring to me and I hope that it can reach somebody else and be inspiring to them or be something they haven't seen before. Uh, I've discovered so many artists, writers, and that's something I just wanted to share with other people. So if you are interested in that, you can go check out my Instagram page. Um, I also wanted to bring some poetry on here kind of to practice my public speaking and then also see how some of these translate to spoken word. I love poetry, but I would never be the person to go up on stage and do spoken word or public speaking or speech. I just don't want to. So snaps for those of you who do. Um, But for now, I think I'm going to just stick with the podcast and see how I feel about that. But it's it's another way I, I enjoy sharing with people. If you've listened this far, I just want to say thank you, and I have two poems, and then I'll be out of here. So here's the first one. Sometimes I just want it to stop. Talk of COVID, protests, looting, brutality. I lose my way. Become convinced that this new normal is real life. But then I meet an 87-year-old man who talks of living through polio, diphtheria, Vietnam, protest, and yet is still enchanted with life. He seemed surprised when I said that 2020 must be especially challenging for him. No, he said slowly, looking me straight in the eyes. I learned a long time ago not to see the world through the printed headlines. I see the world through the people that surround me. I see the world with the realization that we love big. Therefore, I choose to write my own headlines. Quote, husband loves wife today. Quote, family drops everything to come to grandma's bedside. He patted my hand, quote, old man makes a new friend. His words collide with my worries, freeing them from the tether I had been holding tight. They float away. 
I am left with a renewed spirit. My headline now reads, quote, Woman overwhelmed with the spirit of kindness and the reminder that our capacity to love is never-ending. And that's something that was written by Rachel Faulkner Brown. I found that at the beginning of the pandemic, and I really liked it because it was <laughs> pushing the positivity when really it was it was just so dark. Um, <clears throat> in the second poem, I guess I guess these aren't really poems. These are more of just like creative writing excerpts. Um, but there's a girl I follow on Instagram, and her name is Bianca. I can't remember her last name, so I'll, I'll let you know uh, next time. But her Instagram handle is at Rainbow Salt, and I have been following her for a couple years. Everything she posts is is like gold to me. So every every now and then, and it seems especially when I need it, she she posts something, and I'm just oh my gosh, wow, that that's great. So this is one of those things. Um, kind of just thought maybe uh, people it could apply to them so I'm gonna read it for you now maybe right now your journey isn't about love maybe right now your journey is about you maybe this is the reason you are being challenged to be your own savior to be your own safe place maybe right now you are being reminded that the people who walked away were only ever leading you back to yourself were only ever leading you here and here you are okay on your own here you are rebuilding. Here you are adapting and mending and reclaiming all of the pieces you let them walk away with. Here you are being kinder to your soul. You are giving yourself the same kind of love you have always given to others. Here you are not rushing your heart. You are not depending on another human being to fix it. Instead, here you are doing that on your own. And here you are healing. So again thank you so much i i definitely i plan to make more podcasts this year for anybody who will listen and if not that's fine too i probably still keep posting it and rambling on and on um i do want to send love to everybody out there i know it it seems like you know you've heard all the well wishes and and sending love and thoughts and prayers but just just from me to you you know things will get better. Um, don't ever hesitate to reach out if you need to talk to someone. Um, you know, I'm not a therapist or medical professional, but I just know that life is really heavy and none of us should be expected to handle it by ourselves. So just, just always reach out and, and know that you're not alone. Um, and the last thing I have to say about 2020 is, (laughs) If you weren't called a conspiracy theorist in 2020, then you simply were not doing it right. (laughs) Thanks again, and I'll talk to y'all soon. Stay elevated.